Welcome to Filling the Void. I'm your host, Brendan. Today you and I will be talking about what is the void, what is hope, and what is the strength to change. So that we can have a clear idea of how we can believe in ourselves and become better people, the kind of people that we want to be so that tomorrow doesn't scare us as much as today did. So let's start by defining a few things so that we're both working off on the same page. So what is the void? The void is the thing inside of us that destroys our hope and it takes away our strength to change. Hope is the belief that we can be more than we are. It comes from within, from other people, or from a belief in an idea that we hold dear to us. But hope has to come from somewhere. It doesn't just appear. And finally, the strength to change, or it's often referred to as willpower, is the fight that we have for the task at hand. So what is the void and how do we know if we have the void inside of us? So some of the signs, and there's quite a few, but the ones we're going to focus on today are the signs of fear, helplessness, and resignation. Fear is different from being afraid. It's okay to be afraid. When we do new things, it can scare us sometimes, and we can be afraid, and fear is when that being scared leads to more. So if we have fear, we're unable to do anything. We're unable to act. We're unable to face what scares us and be able to overcome it. Helplessness isn't the same as not knowing what to do. It's okay to face a situation and not know what to do. It happens to us all the time especially when we face new challenges. But helplessness is when we believe that no matter what we do, it's not going to make a difference. We are going to end up having the same consequences no matter what we try. And it's really hard to feel helpless because we don't think that we can change our situation and that we require someone else to step in and do it for us. And often fear leads to helplessness. And then finally is resignation. Resignation is feeling that you'll always be where you are. That you will always have to face up to the fact that you're never going to change. And resignation is set in when we face a challenge and we don't even try. We just let it come and whatever happens, happens. And whether that be we're stuck in a situation that we don't feel we can ever get out of. Resignation is something that's really hard for us when we have it because we feel that we're never going to get out of that situation. And when we are resigned to something, we've usually lost all hope. So the void rules our lives 
if the bad experiences from the past are the things that cause us to make decisions the way that we do. If you think back to when you were learning to ride a bicycle, the first few times you cycled without the stabilizers or without someone holding you, you probably fell. Even after you'd been cycling for a few weeks or a few months, you'd go a little bit too fast and you'd lose control and you'd fall off. Now, if we only focused on the bad things, why would we get back on that bicycle? Because we knew that there would come a day when we would fall off again. But we get back on the bicycle because we believe that, yes, I fell off this time, but next time it happens, I'll be able to do something different that will stop me from falling off. But when we're ruled by the void, we simply only focus on the bad things that have happened in our life and the things that are holding us back. We don't believe in personal growth. We don't think that anything is going to help us. So where does hope come into all of this? Hope is more than just wishful thinking. Hope is a belief that is personal to us. I can't give you hope. You have to choose to have hope yourself. You can have hope in me and the things that I'm saying. You can have hope in yourself. You can have hope in something else or from something else. But you yourself have to choose to have that hope. So there are two syndromes that we have sometimes in our lives that make us think that we have hope when we don't. The first one is the White Knight Syndrome. We've all seen the Disney movies where this person is made fun of, is poor life, and then magically something happens and this White Knight comes along, picks up the person, takes them away, and they live their dream. And it's easy to say, you know, one day something is going to happen in my life and I'll be great. And so we sit around and we do nothing while we're waiting for that day. Maybe one day I'm going to win the lotto or I'm going to have an amazing job or I'm going to meet a person that's going to change me. And so we're waiting for someone else to come along and fix us. Now, the thing that is overlooked in that is that the person who we are going to be in this new situation is still who we are now. We haven't missed out on things because we can't do it. We've missed out on things because we're afraid to do it, because the void tells us that it's not worth the effort. And so if we were picked up by a white knight and taken to our dream place, we would soon fall back into the life that we have now 
because we wouldn't know what to do with it. The second one, and I'm sure we've all done it, is the if-only syndrome. If only I had a better job, I wouldn't be in debt. If only I wasn't as overweight as I am, then I could do exercise. The if only shows us that we don't really want to change. We'll change if something happens to us. So the example of being overweight, we'll exercise and do all those things at a time when we're not who we are now, but we're not going to do anything to get to that place. So the if only is our way of saying, I'm not going to make any decision now, but I'm going to lie to myself and say, I can change if I want to. And that's the void's way of saying to us, oh, you could definitely do it, but let's not bother. And that is a sign of resignation where we are happy where we are because we don't have any desire to change. And that's as happy as we'll be and that's as happy as we want to be. So with every choice we face, and we face many of them throughout the day, there are two sets of choices. The first choice is what is right and what is wrong. The second choice is what is easy and what is hard. Now, some may say that if we don't choose, well, then we haven't made a choice. But not choosing is taking the easiest choice and letting someone else or something else decide for you. If you're invited to go to the cinema with someone and you go, you can go watch a film with them and you choose not to make the choice, you'll end up not going. So you've made that choice to not go because you chose not to act on it. Now, sometimes we face choices and we don't know what is right, but we do know what is wrong. And the simple thing to do there is don't do what's wrong. Because if we do what's wrong, we end up further away from our goal. So sometimes the choice isn't clear as to what the right choice is. But if we don't make the wrong choice, the right choice usually becomes clearer to us further down the road. So if we don't make the wrong choice, we at least stay where we are. We move a little bit forward in the direction that we want to go. It would be great if the right choice was always the easiest choice, but it rarely is. And that's what makes life hard. And so we often know the right thing to do. If we're in debt, we know that we need to spend less than we are and that the amount that we spend needs to be less than what we earn so that we can get rid of that debt. But that's not always easy to actually do. 
So how much strength do we have for the fight? Think of New Year's resolutions. We set them every year. We pick a couple of things that we want to improve in our life. And we decide that we are going to change. And we do really good up until New Year's Eve to be the year that we're going to change something, that we're going to make a difference. And January 1st comes along, and we probably don't keep one of our resolutions. January 2nd comes along, and we're starting to wobble on another one. And if we've done really well at the end of January, we maybe are keeping part of one of our resolutions. So how much fight do you have for life's battles? Do you have the strength to change who you are? It's easy to get discouraged. And sometimes we think that we need to do the right thing perfectly. But it's better to do the right thing and fail miserably than to do the wrong thing. If you think of someone running 100 meters, it's better to run 100 meters and for it to take 10 minutes than to not run it at all. It's better to run 10 meters of that 100 meters than not run it at all. It's better to spend a penny less than what you earn than to overspend. It's better to smoke one less cigarette than to keep going as you are. Every time we succeed a little, our strength gets better. And the belief that we can change and our hope grows that little bit. So each day, are we feeding the void or are we feeding hope? It's a difficult question to answer and sometimes it can feel like everything around us goes wrong. But at the end of the day where everything goes wrong, do you have hope that tomorrow will be a better day than today? Or do you lay down that night after everything has gone wrong and say, you know what, today was terrible, tomorrow's going to be terrible as well. In the next episode, we're going to talk about making peace with yourself rather than focusing on all the things that you're not. It's easy to lie to yourself about who you really are or to beat yourself up over who you're not. And we're going to talk a bit about that so that we can see who we are and make peace with that. Because if we don't have peace within ourselves, how can we have hope in ourselves? I hope you've enjoyed this episode and I'll see you in the next one. Let's be hopeful and not fearful for tomorrow.